You are listening to the postcast presented by the Locked On Senators podcast and the Glebe Central Pub. I'm Brandon Piller, joined by Laleem's Martian, the Martian, back with us on the postcast. And it wouldn't be a Pillsy and Martian postcast without a depressing loss to get over. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in to this edition of the postcast as the Ottawa Senators lose 5-3 to the Buffalo Sabres. So that there's, there's your first loss. This is another loss onto a fifth consecutive loss, five-game losing streak. And on top of that, just for another one, Ross, or uh, Martian, they lose Anton Forsberg to injury early on in this game. I mean, when it rains, it pours when you're the Ottawa Senators. And I think all of us fans, we've shown our frustration. We've shown our frustration on the show. The people in the chat have. But if you want to really see where this team and franchise is at, Take a look back at those shots of Michael Anlauer in the box. And Martian, you tweeted it out. That is the face of buyer's remorse. Just like, (laughs) what did I get myself into? Michael Anlauer, welcome to your Ottawa Senators years. Yeah, I mean, and to use a Michael Anlauer quote, he said one time, he said, I don't know what I did to inherit this. And I, I feel like, and he was talking, of course, at the time about the Evgeny Dadanov situation and the punishment that came afterwards. But these days, I think he's feeling the same way, but it's a different scenario because the team in front of him that he's seeing that he owns right now is driving him through the wall. And I, I, man, I don't know. I'm just a fan. I just watch this team for my own personal enjoyment, which must make me some sort of sicko because they're right there with so us. far from enjoying to watch right now. Um, you know, back they used to have an identity. They don't anymore. It's a whole shit show. But as a guy who just spent close to a billion dollars <laughs> on this team to watch it every day and to put your blood, sweat, and tears into it, I mean, Michael Anlauer is feeling the pain and then some. Yeah, and uh, maybe that'll help kind of catch him up to the years of sadness uh, tragedy and loss that Sens fans have felt. Maybe he'll start to understand it as this season seems to go from bad to worse. And uh, if you look at the game recap here, the Ottawa Senators, this is not a great game for them. Like uh, at look no at the point, special teams again, Pilsy. Yeah, the and this is a team, Martian, that is near the basement of the league in special team stats as well. So this should have been kind of a measuring stick game as far as the power play goes, as far as the penalty kill goes. And the Ottawa Senators just can't get anything done. Like I don't, I can't really recall any sort of momentum being gained on any of their power plays. And this could look a lot better for the Sabres. It could be better than one for three for them because one of their goals was scored seconds after their power play ends. So it's essentially on the power play. So the Ottawa Senators, I don't know about you, Martian, but the the recurring theme for me in this game is they made it way too easy for Buffalo to get into those high danger areas, most notably Tage Thompson. Now, a guy that's an absolute mutant like Tage Thompson with his size, skill, and speed, he's going to be able to do that to you. But for it sure. was just too easy for him and other Sabres players to get into prime scoring opportunities. Yeah, and Pilsy, for sure, you're absolutely right on that. Because if you, I mean, look at this stat chart right here. You look at the block shots for both teams. Look what Buffalo did to Ottawa to make it difficult for them to get pucks through to the net. Yeah. 
28 blocks, Pilsy. That's almost 30. I mean, that's basically 30 shot attempts that Ottawa had that were just straight up stopped before they even got the chance to make it to the goaltender. That's huge. Ottawa only had 12 in that category. So, like, right there, for me, you just – you outlined it. Ottawa didn't do enough to get in the way. And they – and it showed. Like, they made it easy for Buffalo. The few chances that they had that they created with basically one-man shows half the time – uh, Tage Thompson had a he had a free walk basically in, into the shooting lane, and you can't let a guy like that shoot like that. So, um, I the, the sense just they're discombobulated pills. <laughs> it's not yeah. pretty. Yeah, word of the day, discombobulated. And they were like that from the start of the game, Martian, with no Josh Norris in the lineup. Uh, you lose a centerman like that, that's going to shake up uh, how the lines are drawn up. The sense Jacques Martin decides to go 11 and 7 in tonight's game, which when you lose a centerman like that short notice and you have an extra defenseman anyways and you're on the road, that makes sense. I don't I don't mind that decision. And it ended up showing us at least glimpses of what I thought was the best line tonight. And that was really Greg being award, rewarded rather for his good play as of late. He gets bumped up to the top line playing in between Claude Giroux and Brady Kachuk. How'd you like that line uh, tonight, Martian? Yeah, I love I love that line because I love the idea of of having um, you know Brady Kachuk, who's obviously a very physical guy, who's maybe not the most fleet of foot, but he's extremely hard on the puck and strong, right? And then you bring in Ridley Gregg, who is kind of like that yin and yang, but in the same category as Kachuk. He's fast and he's edgy and he's sharp to play against. He doesn't let a single guy get near him within two feet without taking a whack or two. So I love Ridley Gregg and Brady Kachuk together. And then the perfect compliment would be Claude Giroux, who had an incredible game tonight with the two-goal night. Um, he really was giving her out there. Like that, you know, that tandem, I, I would say Ridley more so than Brady tonight. I, I don't know what's going on with Brady. He's a little slower than usual. I don't know. Something, there's something there. Yeah. I don't know if it's mental or physical. But either way, um, Ridley Gregg had a, had a strong night tonight. And I think he really stepped up to the challenge there. And he was one of the guys that I would say, like, I said it previously. I think there's a few guys that I mentioned that would be guys who I think that would thrive under uh, Jacques Martin. And he was one of them because he is a dog. He just wants the puck and he wants to get after the puck and he wants to abuse the guy who has the puck. He, he takes everything on the ice, it seems, personally. And he's clearly young and hungry. And that's an old sense throwback slogan for you guys right there. Um, but he is young and hungry and he's, he's yeah. given her out there. I like that's a guy who's not given up. He's not feeling the pains of the years past. He's still got a young enthusiasm. And I think the team needs to embody more of that because that's the way they used to kind of play. And now they're just kind of like worn out and beaten down and, and negative. And it's, it's showing it's like in their body language in their just like, just, I would look at the fourth goal in particular, right? Like, Oh my God. You, I, I mean, Chikrin for sure. I, he had played his part in that play when he stepped up on that and just kind of totally, you know, missed and whatever. But for me looking at that play, it all broke down in the neutral zone. It was Claude Giroux at the red line and it was JBD at the blue line. And the puck was kind of slowly moving towards the blue line in between the two of them. And Giroux was going that way. And JB didn't, didn't step JBD didn't step up. And then Drew, and then Drew hesitates and doesn't go. And then I don't know who the Buffalo winger was at the time, but he swooped in, grabbed the puck, gave it to Peyton Krause, boom, goal. It was like yeah. it happened so fast, but it was like those. That was the kind of breakdown and miscommunication and, and 
discombobulation that this team has been going through right now. It's it's terrible, Pilsy. Yeah, Martian, I, I watched that goal, and that's one of the few goals recently where I've actually had a reaction. Recently, it's just been like, okay, Sens get scored on, whatever. But that one, I was like, this cannot be happening. Like, just from top to bottom, just failed assignments left and right. And uh, then uh, Noodles was showing on the replay. The We've been praising Matthew Joseph a lot this season, but, I mean, that back check, that was classic Xbox controller dies. Like, there's a good gap of like three, four seconds where he's not moving his legs at all. And you're a speed guy, get a little pep in your step coming back. And he could have disrupted that play at least a little bit. And then Corpy is so out of position. He's so thrown over left and right that he throws his stick. And it's just like an absolute yard sale of the Sens while the Sabres are celebrating an easy backdoor tap and where they're able to get multiple touches in before they score. Like, that kind of embodied how the Ottawa Senators are looking lately, that goal right there. Yeah, and, like, speaking of just the way teams are looking, like, as soon as Buffalo came out in that black jersey, I I knew we were in trouble. Yeah, (laughs) those jerseys are sharp. Those jerseys are pretty sweet. Like, we got to give them credit. And, obviously, guys our age especially and and older. Angry goat. You know, you recognize that look for the Buffalo Sabres, and it it, it throws back to some good times, I feel like, and – for Buffalo for a Hasek like, fan like me. That's yeah. the way they should. Yeah, especially for you, Bills. But that's the way they should look. And and they I mean, when I saw this jersey, I go, we're screwed. That's yeah, that's I know. I know it's 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 superficial, but it means something to me. I, I tweeted it earlier. I think the Sens should have to go back to the 3D jerseys until they, <laughs> until they do something or get back to 500. You can throw the 2Ds back on. I don't yeah. want to have so many bad memories associated with this great look. They're besmirching probably yeah. some of their best jerseys that they have here. So that's definitely unfortunate. Um, yeah, the Ottawa Senators lose 5-3 here. And this is one of those games, too, where classic, they they make it look better on the scoreboard than it actually was, especially with uh, if you know that that fifth goal was an empty netter. But, Martian, I ask you this every postcast, so I'll ask again. Was there any point at all in this game that you thought the Ottawa Senators might be able to win? No, I didn't buy it this time. Not even, even after, when Giroux scored that uh, goal to get to it say, close? I was just about to say, even after the second Giroux goal, I said, you're not getting me this time, boys. I know how this goes. I've seen this movie before. They just and – and when was the last time you saw them score when they had the goalie pulled? I think they've done it once in the last, like, year and a half. Yeah, they did it recently. It was like it was this recently. season, but yeah, because it was a big deal. That's why I I remember right. it happened, and I was like, "Oh wow, finally!" But I yeah, can't you could see games. a little bit of life come back into the into the team a little bit. And I I hate to going I hate to go back to this, but the uh the camera did go back to Michael Anlauer one more time, and he was standing up all of a sudden. He no longer had his hand in his heads or his. Oh my god, you know what I mean? Head in his, his hands. hands. And uh, he was standing up. He was right back into it. And uh, and I think a lot of people were. But I, just for me, I, I couldn't do it this time. I just couldn't buy back in. So, no, the answer is no, Pilsy. I never, I never once thought that they were going to get back into this one. As soon as it was 4-1, to one, uh, that was curtains. Yeah, it, it really seemed that way, Martian, especially with how bad that goal was. Uh, so that's, that's basically the breakdown of this game. But there's a – unfortunately – the loss is just ho-hum, another loss. It's a fifth straight for the Ottawa Senators, another road loss. We're used to this. Um, 
kind of the compounding thing on top of that is sure the goaltending this year hasn't been good. Corpusal hasn't been good. Uh, they showed the stat right after that fourth goal, Martian. Three goals on six shots for Corpy coming in. Now that's guy coming in cold. It's tough. Stay off. Yeah, it hasn't been good for him. And then Forsberg, this has been a tough season too. And you hate to see a guy leave the ice like that. So after the break, we're going to get into that discussion a little bit more. Producer Ross threw out a tweet on at Send Central on Twitter. A vote, a poll. Which goalie of the three, Mad Sogard, Kevin Mandeleze, and Levy Marilainen, should the Ottawa Senators come up, call up rather? We'll talk about that poll next. This is the Locked On Senators podcast, the postcast. The postcast is brought to you by the Glebe Central Pub. You guys already know it. We love the GCP. Go to the GCP. Martian's telling you right now, that is the spot right in the harp. Heart of the Glebe, our friendly neighborhood pub. They got great drinks, great food, great service. And just like us, they're Sens fans. They want to get you to Sens games whenever they can, however they can. They're taking you there themselves. Go to the GlebeCentralPub.com and you can check out when the Sens shuttle is. What they'll do is they'll bring you to the game about an hour and a half before. Go to the pub, have some dinner, then Sue, the bus driver, will take you to the CTC. Go enjoy the game. Have a couple pops. As the Leams Martian likes to say, it's a bad day to be a Molson. It's a bad day to be a Molson if you're going to the CTC with the Glebe Central Pub shuttle. Then, right after that, Sue will take you right back to the Glebe Central Pub. The bus meets you in the parking lot, and you can keep, hopefully, the vibes going. Or, unfortunately, recently, we've been keeping the venting going, but you can do that as well at the Glebe Central Pub. As Ross likes to say, the vibes are free at the GCP. So visit them at 779 Bank Street and let them know that the Locked On Senators podcast sent you. This episode is also brought to you by Sleeper. If you want to win 100 times your money, play Daily Fantasy Hockey on the Sleeper app. As the official Daily Fantasy app of the Locked On NHL Network, Sleeper is our top choice for Daily Fantasy sports, especially when it comes to hockey. With Sleeper, you can win 100 times your cash. What I love about the Sleeper app is they got a great group chat option. You can talk smack to your buddies, let them know you got a good week coming up. And time is money, so entries can be made on Sleeper in less than one minute. With studs all over the league, all you got to do is pick your stars based on stats like goals, assists, saves, plus, minus, and more. You heard me, Sense fans. 100 times payouts on Sleeper. So start paying attention and get your picks right so you can win big. Use promo code LOCKEDONNHL and you'll get a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. That's LOCKEDONNHL. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. Only available for our friends in the U.S. for now. All right, we got Martian in the postcast with me, Pillsy. Producer Ross is clicking the buttons here. We're covering another loss, Martian. We're getting very used to this here, but um, do you want yeah. to do... I, I do believe there are two Sen Central standouts. So would you like to do our Sen Central standouts, try to I- invoke some sort of uh, morale boost to these guys uh, now, no. or do you want to get into the goalie discussion? Actually, let's do the standouts now, then we'll hit the heavy discussion. Yeah, okay. That makes a lot of sense. Why don't you go first, Pelzi? I know you like to always kick it to me first, but I'm going to let you have it. Oh, man, what a great guy over here, Lillian's Martian. <laughs> uh, if you're handing it to me first, I got to go with Claude Giroux. I mean, this is one of the few guys that 
despite the losing, it seems like his effort hasn't really wavered and maybe he has quieter games than others, but he's still sticking to that same classic reliable player that we've seen ever since he came to Ottawa and he gets two goals tonight. Uh, he's good in the faceoff dot, 70.6%. He plays, I think, oh, almost a team high in ice time as far as forwards go, only behind Brady and Timmy. So this guy's a big impact for this team, and he was brought in to be a leader, and he's got to be one of the guys they rely on here to continue to have consistent play so other guys can kind of look to him as an example. I'm talking most notably about Timmy and be like, hey, the losses are piling up here, but we got to have the process and being consistent and being a pro and not letting emotions get the best of you. That's something that Timmy needs to learn. And in my opinion, not many better players in the league to kind of show that calm, cool, collected attitude like Claude Giroux. So look, not a lot of bright spots in this game, but Claude Giroux continues to show why he was brought to this team to kind of be the main veteran presence. And he can still put up points. He's not just a grizzled vet back there. So got to give him a standout, Martian. Yeah, 100%. Like, he's for sure the first guy you should go to on this one because he he did – he was probably the only one who just didn't give up tonight. You know, you could just tell. He was like – he was just not having it. He was like, I, I don't want to lose this game. So I'm going to put everything I have into this. I'm an almost 36-year-old man. I'm playing with a bunch of early 20-year-old guys. I got to yeah. show these guys what's up here. Like, this is how you do it. You bear down. You play as hard as possible. And good things will happen for you. And they happened for him tonight. And I, I completely agree with you, Pilsy. He had a really good night tonight. Um, I mean, he, <laughs> he that second goal, he just unloaded that thing. He just said, he said, screw this puck. <laughs> yeah. And he said, I'm, 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 firing this thing as hard as possible. So, yeah, good for him. That was good shit from Claude Giroux. Absolutely. Who is your Send Central standout brought to you by the Glebe Central Pub? Yeah, and for me, it's it's uh, a guy who's on the same line. It's Ridley Gregg. And that's, uh, you know, a young player who's from the same draft as, as Tim Stuzel and Jake Sanderson. And he was the senders. I would I would go out on a limb here. He was I would say he was their second best player on the ice tonight besides Claude Great. Giroux. Um, you know, he... he got elevated to that top line, and he he delivered. I feel like his tenacity on the puck and, and his physical play, he had a really nice check early in the game. I'm not sure if you saw that. He, he kind of snuck up on a guy from his blind side from behind and just he just got rid of it, and he just gave him a good one, right? And it was just a yep. perfect hit. That was really Greg just – and the funny thing about him too when he's playing, I feel like his other teams don't really know how big of a shithead he really is. And then him – They're learning snaking around he he go he flies under the radar very nicely uh so i i like that he had 18 minutes out there which got to be close to a career high for him he had the one assist uh he had three hits two shots on goal really greg had a nice 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 night tonight very nice night as his first kind of debut on a, a top line which is not something that i ever thought i'd say yeah for real and uh, i i just really feel like ever since ridley was called up him and Drew had this like connection. Like I remember feeling like last year, like Drew was like uh, Ridley Gregg's uncle, like his Philadelphia connection uncle. And they had like Drew wanted to get Ridley that his first goal so bad. So I think having Ridley play on a line with Drew now is going to up his game even more. It's a little extra motivator for him, right? Big time. Yeah, yeah. Or at least it seems that way. So I uh, look, like you mentioned, I did not envision 
really Greg playing on the top line, but I want to see more of this because with Norris out, who knows how long that looked like something that could have affected his shoulder, that injury uh, up against Calgary. So we don't know how long he's going to be out for. And Timmy in some kind of insane slump here, I don't mind elevating a guy like Ridley Martian. Let's uh, I know you have some words to say about Tim Stutz's play as of late. So I'll let you go off here. I'm just saying, dude, like I honestly, not really. I'm not going to say too much about it because I think that would be a a drastic overreaction in a lot of ways. I think you, you okay. see something like, I mean, let's, we all know Tim Stutzla is a top player in this. Like he's a, he is a top player in this league. Definitely. He's so skilled. He's so good. Um, he's in a slump. It happens to a lot of but players. This has right? been a long slump. Like I, like I would say even past when Jacques Martin came, like certainly yeah. since Martin's been here, but even past that, Timmy's been slumping. I mean, yeah, and and maybe Martin is is part of the problem for him, right? Like maybe he's putting a, a additional pressure on him to do things on the other side of the puck that maybe he wasn't being told to do before, which was completely possibly. But I never saw Timmy as like a, a guy who cheated on the wrong side of the puck before. It's just th- these days it's more his um, like his spatial awareness when he's in his own end with the puck. You know, he's he's coughing it up a lot, which Big is time. Like, I mean, dude, like you're so good. You should be able to dish off to the, the off man and, you know, you know, get out of trouble a little easier. But he's just trying to do too much out there. I don't think it's a it's a I don't think it's that big of an issue. He, he's in a he's in a bit of a slump, whatever. Say what you will. It's not that all of a sudden he's just a bad hockey player. That's not the case. He's still so sick. Um, he just needs to he needs to figure himself out. He's he's having a hard time. He's a young man. You know, he's, he's been in all over three years. They've sucked the entire time. Uh, they still suck really bad. Expectations were high. He's he's supposed to be a hundred point guy. He's not going to get there. Um, so he's putting too much pressure on himself. I feel like right now, and that's that's probably what's happening there. I think I think Timmy just needs to take a deep breath, play Tim Stutz's game. Um, you've seen him at all levels do what he does, and he's going to keep doing it no matter what. And this little thing that's going on right now it's terrible to watch but he's, it's not going to continue there's no way he'll he'll snap out of it i i'm hoping so and obviously look it's tim sutza is a superstar like I, i'm not trying to say that all of a sudden he's not that guy anymore but the issue martian is i don't think timmy believes he's that guy right now and he doesn't have that confidence and swagger and it just seems to be when it rains it pours like it's back-to-back games now he's where place. <laughs> it's tough. It's back-to-back games now where he's had a brutal turnover just trying to hold the puck and it results in the other team scoring an empty net goal. So it's been tough for Timmy here. And uh, we're going to pull up Jacques Martin. Last postcast, we listened to the post or, uh, post-game comments as a collective group for some group therapy. So... Uh, We'll see if we'll see if hearing Jacques Martin can help us out here. Hit the clip, Ross. First, start with an update on Anton Forsberg. Well, it's um, you know it's a groin injury, so we'll get more um, uh, more news tomorrow. I think he'll have a get an MRI tomorrow, and uh, we'll find out more on his condition. Did you get a sense that uh, the team was rattled at all? And I know it's, the injuries are part of the game here, and players are accustomed to it. But did you? Did you get that sense? 
You mean when he got injured? Yeah. Well, I think, uh, I don't know. I mean, that's, uh, you know, we gave up the, the goal, I mean, shortly after, and, you know, on a shot. But uh, I like the way we came back. I thought that, uh, you know, like we made some mistake that cost us goals. But I like the way we rallied in the third period. I think it was a good, uh, I think a good confidence for the guys, you know, like, uh, you know, you play the right way and uh, you keep pressure on that defense. You're going to get some turnovers and get some scoring opportunities from it. And we probably had some chance to, to tie it, but uh, I think we got to keep learning. I'm going to say, if you had a chance to bottle that third period, you probably would and play the rest of the season like it. Uh, was there anything said at the end of the second period to get your team to play that way? Yeah, I think, you know, like we talked about, uh, you know, like uh, supporting each other and, uh, you know, making sure that, you know, we leave uh, all we have, uh, you know, in, in, in uh, on the ice, you know, give ourselves a chance. I mean, you can't can't feel sorry for yourself. You know, you got to go out there and, and compete and uh, be at your best. Coach, after a tough road trip, can a trip home in front of a, you know, home Yeah, how is that road trip? To kind of turn this around yeah. a bit? Well, I yeah. think uh, we have to. I mean, like, you know, we just got to regroup. I know it's uh, not much time, but, uh, hey, be good to, to play in front of our fans and i think our, our fans are knowledgeable oh, yeah we're looking forward uh, to it. fans and you know we play play hard they'll respect that there is jacques martin and uh he's probably gonna get pretty sick of finding ways to talk about this team losing but he the message stays the same martian it's hey we get we can't feel sorry for ourselves we we got to stay out there we got to compete we got to be professionals and uh hoping that some home cooking up against the worst team in the NHL. Now a team that just beat the Montreal Canadiens to snap a 12 game losing streak, but hopefully coming back from the road, coming home Saturday afternoon game up against a bad, bad, bad team can spark some life into the Senator squad. I mean, yeah, you got to hope so. I, you got to feel for the people who bought season tickets this year, feeling like they're, you Big know, time. this is the year. You know, I'm going to invest in this team now while they're young before they do what they're going to, what they're supposed to do. And it doesn't look like uh, this year was the year after all. So, I mean, at the very least, home games are important because you have fans in the building now. It's not like it used to be when at the rebuild when there was, you know, 10,000 people in there, 11,000, whatever, like super low numbers. Yeah. Um, you know, they've got fans supporting them who are there. So you can't let those people down who spent their good hard earned money, blue collar people who are out here. And um, you got you got to you got to show them some effort. Right. You got like that, that at the bottom at the end of the day, like this community needs, you know, we want we want that. Right. That's that's so important, I feel like for like city morale and everything. So, um, you know. The Sens need to buckle up and get ready to play at home, and that's that's all it is. It's like, dude, you've lost five games in a row. It's like, get out there and put your put you know put everything on the line. Just see, it's like see if you can win one here. <laughs> yeah, just one. Yeah, let's yeah, let's start with that. You know, at least for the fans. So for me, that's where I'm at on that. I'm not gonna go. Uh, there's no chance I'm gonna do that. So um, they can they can. You know, there's lots of people who, who will be doing it. But, like, for me, I'm just like, no no chance. I'm spending my time doing that on Saturday. I'm pretty sure it's Star Wars night, Martian. I feel like that's kind of on brand for you, the the alien Martian. Star Wars night? Come on, man. Yeah, and Star Wars night is a fun time. Don't get me wrong. I've been there before. They break out the little the lightsabers, the, the glow sticks that look like lightsabers. You know, the Sens really lean into the, the red and the Sith 
side yeah. of things, which is I'm cool with that. Like embrace that. Who knows who the bad guy really is in that show? I think that's what, there's a whole thing to that. So for me, <laughs> it's you know like lean into that and have a lot of fun. It's going to be a fun time. I, it's a matinee, so I think that there will be a lot, you know good young crowd, <clears throat> and it's you know a good way to kick off your Saturday. So for me, I'm I'm cool. I'm cool not going, but I. I <laughs> There'll be times where I'm a little jealous, possibly, because it's Star Wars night. Martian, I'm cool not going. The Ottawa Senators home games. Uh, we'll, we'll do this. Hey, don't get me wrong. Probably, I, I may be doing this for their benefit because my record right now, I haven't seen yes, a win well, since the home opener. I'm one in seven. I can't put too much of that on you, Martian, this team. And I even tried to go and see them on the road in Vegas. No chance. No. Yeah, the road one games seven, are tough. Man. Take one it from seven. me. Um, may, we'll get so, to we might uh, have to go down to Belleville for a game, man. Yeah, we'll I'm in the middle, it's kind of between the two of us. I'm down to meet for a game in Belleville, uh, Martian, and, and that leads perfectly to where I want to take this. Uh, because we're, we're not going to be the only ones looking to Belleville recent, uh, soon here, Martian, because with Anton Forsberg likely out for a while, Brandon Pillar, not a doctor, but I mean, my goodness, that looks very not good. So you're going to have to call up a goalie and you're going to have to call up a goalie for a decent amount of time here. Now, Ross put on Twitter at Sense Central, which goalie would you call up and why? Through 575 votes, Mad Sogard has 38.4% of the votes, the majority. Kevin Mandelese, 28.5%. And just barely behind Sogard is Levy Marilinen with 37%. So this is a close poll here. Martian, I'm going to uh, snap this over to you. Yeah. What was your answer? Yeah, so uh, before I even get started here, I'm going to give credit to producer Ross for the poll. Nice. I know he would, be poll. Giving, he would be giving himself tire pumps for a great poll here. So got to give him credit on this one. You could, Honestly, you could go either way here, and there's logic behind all three of these guys, right, Pilsy? So nobody who voted on this poll is wrong in any way. Um, but I, I got to say, I was influenced by Ross and his theory on not disrupting what's going on in Belleville and leaning towards bringing up Levy Marilinen directly from the ECHL to the NHL and leaving Mando and, and uh, Sogar where they are. Now, that sounds crazy because you got to reward the guy who's been playing really well in the AHL, and this doesn't seem like it's going to be a, a short-term term thing but i think in the long run for a guy like sogard's development leaving him in the ahl to develop and win and you don't want to bring him into this shit show right now and he'll just become the same way the rest of these guys are with losing and it's it's all of a sudden losing is normal which is not where you want to be he's in a winning environment right now in belleville he's doing so well down there he's ripping off wins left and right the boys are having a great time I'm sure he's in no rush to get into the NHL, right? He's he's enjoying his time with with Belleville. So let's just leave him and Mando there. I heard a little bit of talk about that, you know, using Mando as the backup. He's already backing up, and it, it doesn't make sense. Whatever, ride Corpusalo into the ground and mix in Levy Marilinen. That's the way I see it. If Forsberg's going to be along for that long, or he's going to be out for that long, then um, you know that's the way I feel about it. Bring up Levy, let him back up. He's playing in the E anyways. He'd rather be getting the NHL paycheck and, and being up. It'll help Big his time. morale too, you know. Um, he's not where he wants to be, let's be honest. So um, get in, get him up and then let those guys chill in Belleville. They're having a good time and they're winning. And uh, and and just ride Corpusalo. 
he's getting paid. Why yeah. not? He wants to. He, I'm sure he wants to play every game anyway. So. Yeah, this uh, this season is a little different situation than last year because you will have Corp Salo, a, a guy that's getting paid as a starter here. It's not just a complete gong show where Matt Sogard and Kevin Mandelese are the only options here. A lot of people in the chat saying bring up Mando for Star Wars night. That's a fun idea. You could definitely do that. But if, if you're looking at a long-term solution... Martian, I kind of agree with what you said. None of these answers are really wrong, but then I have a hard time deciding which answers of these are right. Like, I don't, like, I feel like either way you can go, you can spin zone it one way or another. Now, Matt Sogard is having a great season down in Belleville. He's coming off a shutout up against the Manitoba Moose. And for the season, he's at a 248 uh, goals against and a 920 save percentage. So, some of his best numbers since coming over to North America. But where I worry about Mad Sogard, Martian, and this is what I've been kind of weary of, is the Ottawa Senators did not do a good job handling Philip Gustafson's development. And he didn't have the opportunity to play over 100 games. He played 95 games in the American Hockey League. Now, Jeff Mayer kind of has a saying, he wants to see a goalie get 100 games in the American Hockey League before they're really relied upon in the NHL. And I, I kind of think that's a good number to have there. And Gustafson wasn't able to hit that number. He was up and down, left, right. And, and he even said it when he got to Minnesota. He's like, when I, was in, when I was in Ottawa, I had no clue what was going on. And... I just don't want Mads to get in a spot where he's someone that he's been up and down through the NHL and he hasn't always been able to have consistency. He's had some injuries. So he's feeling it right now. So taking him out of Belleville and a positive situation where I believe they're what seven straight wins. So yeah. like, and Mads has been a big part of that taking him out of the equation for a long time to bring him into this suck fest, this hot right. garbage that is the Ottawa Senators when he already did that last year and you know it, he was put in positions that weren't really fair to him and he put a lot of that emotionally on himself I don't think bringing him is the is the best answer long term so I don't think it's that great like Levy Marilinen he played last year uh, I think some people forget he was in Liga so he played over 40 games in a professional league now obviously Liga very different than the NHL, obviously. But at least Marilinen has had a few games of NHL experience notched on his belt. Um, you got an awkward spot with three goalies right now anyways. I don't think Levy Marilinen envisioned going from playing as a starter in the, the pro league in Finland to playing and riding a bus with the Allen Americans. So I don't think it's the craziest idea to give him the first opportunity and keep things how they are in Belleville. At least give him a, a chance to not disrupt anything. If if it's not working, then then you can bring up uh, Mando or Mats. Yeah, and I I mean I, I think producer Ross was was doing great outside of the box thinking with that one, right? Like bringing up Carolina and not disrupting Belleville is smart because. The Belleville goalies are working in tandem right now too, right? Like Sogard's got three of the seven wins on this on this win streak, and Mando's got the other four. So it's not like he's not playing either. Um, he's an important part of that team, and I, and you guys know him better than I do. But I mean, Mando's—he's a locker room guy. You can't just remove him from the mix. That's going to bring down morale. We don't want to see that. So let let the young guys in Belleville keep trucking. I saw Yarventi went down with a bit of an injury uh, in the last game. I haven't seen an update on that, but um, he's been the best. He's been essentially their best player, other than Angus Crookshank lately, right? So, 
Yeah, um, yeah he has been good. And Igor's uh, really bounced back this segment of the season. Yeah, the last couple of games, Igor's been buzzing, right? He had a, he had a game-winning assist and, and a goal in that game as well, right? So he was he was buzzing on their last one too. Good to see because he's only got what nine goals on the season here, um, and that's a guy he's he's basically on the on pace for the same amount of goals he scored last season. But you'd like to see him take it another step. Like, I mean, for me, I'm thinking, I'm looking at Igor. I'm like, this guy, this should be a forty goal guy in the A. Yeah, right. I mean, the the goal scoring definitely has slowed down for Igor, but I think that's happened a little bit, Martian, because he's really worked on rounding out the rest of his game. So I think you're going to lose a bit of that elite goal scoring when you're focusing more defensively. But yeah, I, I agree. I, I want to see Igor continue to put the puck in the back of the net. And he's he's feeling good. He had a sick Sally on uh, right. his, one of his most recent goals. So he's feeling himself. He loves to celebrate, right? Nothing and, wrong and with that. Now would be a good time to do a little teaser too, because um, um, family day in Belleville, um, they're going to be wearing a jersey that I helped design, so which is pretty cool. Um, yes. We'll just leave it at that. But um, yeah, I'm I'm pretty excited to see you know those guys skate around in a, in a jersey with a logo that I that I made, which is so cool. Yeah, um, I'm stoked for that. You've shown us uh, the design behind the scenes and you put a lot of work into that. So everybody make sure if you're looking for something to do with the kids on family day, go check out the Belleville Senators, a team that is actually good at hockey. And you're going to get to see them play in some slick uniforms designed by uh, ours truly at Leams Martian. So definitely go check that out. The design is sweet. It's a Martian has a lot of fun with it for sure. Um, Martian, we'll we'll end on this because we've been going for a while here and the chat's been awesome yet again tonight. We've had a lot of deep group therapy and good discussions on the goaltending. Uh, I'm interested to see how that poll goes as it stays live on Twitter. Go have your say at Sense Central right now. Martian, your son, Tyler Boucher, finally back on the ice and he's playing with the Belleville Senators. And sure, maybe he hasn't stuffed the stat sheet, but he's got a goal and assist and his first fight. And the team's, the team's been flying with, ever since he's got into that dressing room. Yeah, I mean, what, what's the record with them with him in the law? I think it's one seven and oh. <laughs> so he might be seven one and oh. Seven one and oh. You don't want to be one seven and oh. That no. you're thinking of the Ottawa Senators. Obviously. Yeah, no, it, they have seven wins and one loss with him in the lineup. So it's nice to see for sure. Yeah, I'm I'm happy that he's playing games again. So that's that's all that really matters. But uh, as long as he stays healthy, he'll figure it out. He's got to, he'll get it going. He's, he's, man, I like his tools. Honestly, I, I like I said, I've said it a hundred times. I don't need to keep doing it because I, you know, I've, I've said my piece on Tyler Boucher. I believe, I believe he's going to be a decent player. I mean, and if, if you're looking at Tyler Boucher, you just got to be excited that he's back playing hockey. Like what, like even, even the haters, I, I know there's a, a weird corner of Sen's Twitter that uh, in, enjoys kind of watching his setbacks and doesn't want him to succeed. A wild mindset to have for, for someone that hopefully can help out the Ottawa centers. Good kid, Tyler Boucher, uh, great, great dad as well. Brian Boucher has been on the show a bunch. Both of them have. So we're rooting for them for sure. Uh, but it's, it's just nice to see Tyler back playing hockey. Like that's the number one thing. Uh, Cause this guy's got to get back on the ice and uh, we've got to get that development going. Yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, he's just, he, he can't choose where he was drafted. Right, he can't choose what position he was drafted in. That's all it is. It's like the, the expectations are a little high on him because of he was drafted tenth overall. But again, I, I do think he's going to end up being a good NHL player. He's got three points in eight games or whatever it might be, maybe nine games now. 
Um, it's not a terrible pace. Like if he gets a couple of goals and, you know, and, you know, he mixes in physically, he's doing his job out there. And I think the organization will recognize um, what he's doing. Talk about playing physically and doing your job out there. Tyler Clevin has looked really good down in Belleville recently. Uh, he's laying out the hits. He's uh, looking better every day. And look, I I know there's a lot of people that, especially with the effort we saw from this decor from the Ottawa Senators tonight, there's a large crowd of Sens Twitter that's like, okay, the season's over. Call up Clevin. Let's get this going. But Again, I like the idea of letting him marinate in the minors a little bit and not having him exposed to what's going on here. Especially, I feel like a guy like Tyler Clevin, like, I want him to have a more seamless transition into pros hockey. Because when he played in the NHL, we didn't see that physicality or meanness kind of at all. He was timid to put himself out of position. Obviously, you're going up against bigger, stronger men than you were at Nodak. So I think figuring out how to play his physical game in the AHL is the perfect spot for him right now. Yeah, and he can get away with more than he got away with in college in the AHL too, right? It's it, He's playing against men, like you said, but also like I think when he came in the NHL, he was probably a little bit shocked about how fast it was too, right? I Good mean – College is a, a great level, but going straight from college into the NHL, which is what he did, like that can be a, a, probably a bit of a shock, especially when you notice all of a sudden you're not playing against a bunch of 21-year-olds and you're playing against guys who are like in their 30s and they're fully built, right? He's, they might be shorter than him, but they are, they're strong and they're solid. So just just running into them the way he always did in college is not going to work for him, right? Physics yeah. all of a sudden isn't on his side as much as it always has been. So it was good on him actually to recognize that and not find himself trying to make a big open ice hit and either, you know, getting reverse hit and looking like a fool, which can easily happen to a big, tall, lanky defenseman, right? Yeah. Especially when they're playing like that. And then, you know, just just having the guts to or the knowledge or sorry to you know using his brain to know that he's not he's not going to be able to make that hit and just defending right and being in position and that that's just as important as anything so I think he did a great job in his early stint there and I'm, I'm a big Tyler Kleppen fan yeah no I'm not saying I don't think he did well in the NHL I just thought for kind of to unlock the potential that we think he can have as a physical defenseman I just think it's going to take time and like it's not like this team is in a playoff push and and needs an extra defenseman right now like I just I I don't want to see the development of these guys that you put so much draft capital in rushed just for the sake of uh panicking or 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 trying to do too much too soon no yeah they're all in the right places right now I think those younger guys so I think yeah for him he's He's perfectly set in the AHL to, to spend some time developing down there. Yeah, and while the Belleville Senators are racking up W's, uh, might as well have Tyler Clevin, Mando, Mads, Crooker, Igor, all, all these guys. They might as well continue to have success down there because that's a team that's finally clicking. Unlike your Ottawa Senators who fall again on the road, the road woes continue as What's the road record now? Four and 14, I believe it is. Uh, so this team is just terrible on the road. And two of those wins come in Toronto. So really a two and 14 record outside of Ontario. But luckily, they're heading back home 
to the your nation's capital in Ottawa to play at the CTC up against the worst team in the NHL, the San Jose Sharks. Like Martian mentioned, it's a matinee game, Star Wars night. Uh, if, you, if you're looking for something to do with the kids, get them out to the CTC. I think the Sens are going to have a statement game here. And maybe it's just one statement game, but uh, this is an opportunity for guys to get cookies and have some bounce back games. So I'm looking forward to that game, Martian, uh, e- even if uh, I'm, I'm obviously not going to be in attendance and uh, you're not going to make it either. It still has an opportunity to be a fun game here. Sure. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I, I can't, I can't go out here and say that there's, for sure a chance the Sens are going to – I mean, there's a chance the Sens are going to win this game, but I don't I don't know they're going to win that game. Not confident. That's the scariest thing about this whole situation right now. They're in the doldrums. I, I think this uh, – it's hilarious, but this is – for a team that's out of it, this is a must-win game just morale-wise. Like, if you lose – if this now becomes your sixth straight loss and you lose to the San Jose Sharks at home – yeah. I mean, that would not be good. I don't like there, there's no more ideal situation to try to turn things around. I think, you know, what we do is we just hammer the sense puck line and we just, we just lean right into it. We're going to smoke I'm them. Everybody believe we're going to smoke them. Law of attraction. If the more of us that are thinking about it happening, the better the odds of it happening. I think we just <laughs> lean right into that. Um, we just, Put our minds together and just come together and, and make sure that the Sens don't lose. Just the Sens are going to crush the Sharks on Saturday, right? Right? Yeah, I hope so. I'll I'll be doing uh, looking at FanDuel for that. Hopefully, get some green shekels. And here here's the there's no the way line. they lose that game, Pillsy. There's no way they lose. Well, right? Scopa saying must lose for number one pick, and the <laughs> next comment is our guy Sens fan and fan agreed must win. So we don't know whether we're losing or winning games here, but Dude, what I do know on Saturday it it's the garbage bowl, it's the toilet bowl, whatever bowl you prefer. <laughs> it's that um martian it's been a tradition now we do the spin no you guys not even no, though no we're doing it we're doing do we the spin we, even though ross isn't here the chat will let me know we want the spin we have to be doing spins now we're in spin territory here so i'm gonna do one spin for me one spin for you one spin for the um, for the citizens here Producer Ross is MIA right now, possibly working on his actual job. So I'm going to try. Maybe we don't sh- have to do it then. That's fine. No, I'm going to try to share the screen here. Let's see if this works. It's not working. Got me? Yeah, yes, but you, it- you need to switch tabs. Yeah, yeah. Here we go. Here we go. Okay. This spin, this oh, is for me God. right here. Hate that so much. The we Buffalo Sabres not only get the win tonight, but they move up from sixth oh my God. to select first overall. Okay, we're going to hit reset on that. Martian, you that let me know a, when to hit it. That was just a tough bounce. Okay, three, two, one. Spin that. Okay, also not good. Two Eastern teams. Columbus first overall. Montreal second overall. That is terrible. Citizens. I don't, I don't want to do this anymore. I can't see the chat right now, but I'm doing this for you guys. Three, two, one. Let's go, citizens. Okay, that is also not good. The Minnesota Wild end up getting the first overall pick there. 
this team can't even lose properly. We can't even get the spins right. Uh, this is ultimate sadness. I don't like that we're doing saying that we are cursed so, here. We're not going to do that for four more months, right, buddy? What do you mean? This team is in almost last oh, place. God, let's just we're leave doing spins. Let's just leave the tankathon alone for a while. I was I was at your place, Martian, but I've. What's that quote? I've, been, off, I've become submissive to the spins the now. If we, spin it, if we spin it now and then we spin it in like two months, like let's just let's just give that a break. We're hitting panic buttons. We're hitting tankathon spins. It's the postcast. We vent or revive. We've been venting, and so Liam's Martian and I, we've done our venting here, and we couldn't do it without. The company, Misery Loves Company, of you guys, the citizens in the chat. Over 261 people here. The chat's been buzzing all session long here, so we thank you. For myself, Brandon Piller. For Atla Leems Martian. For producer Ross working the boards. For our sponsors, the Glebe Central Pub. For all you citizens, thank you for listening and tuning in to another edition of the postcast presented by the Locked On Centers podcast and the Glebe Central Pub. We'll be back with another episode of the Locked On Centers podcast tomorrow, wherever you get your podcasts. It's the Locked On Centers podcast, your team every day.